May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth Sunday of Advent, only a few days to go now until Christmas. We've passed the last posting date, I noticed, because of all the strikes and things. And at this point, our attention moves even more intensely towards the birth of Jesus. In other years, we may be hearing the angel Gabriel's visit to Mary, the Annunciation. This year, of course, we focus on St. Matthew's Gospel, and so we hear of another angelic visitation, another message from God delivered by one of God's angels, one of God's messengers, directed this time towards St. Joseph. I imagine that at the beginning of this Gospel reading, Joseph was in a bit of a panic because suddenly his life, his plans, his future had all been turned upside down so suddenly. Everything was in disarray. His beloved Mary, to whom he was betrothed, engaged, had suddenly announced she was pregnant and it wasn't his. What's more, it was through the power of the Holy Spirit, as announced by the angel Gabriel, she tells him. What on earth was going on? Was she telling the truth? What about all the plans they'd made together? It all seemed to be a disaster. It had all gone horribly, horribly wrong. And let's be honest, would you be thinking in any other way? Personally, I have a habit of finding a catastrophe in so many more minor situations, so I dread to think how I'd respond, how I'd react to such a situation. And then, when a catastrophe starts to unravel, starts to bring come to the fore, everything else unravels around it. What should I do, we ask ourselves. It seems there's two responses either overreact massively and do something ill thought out or go almost into sort of lockdown and just freeze and do nothing at all either either go completely silly or just sit there doing nothing in a panic fight or flight i guess alongside maybe hopefully praying to god for some kind of guidance or support if, even if only God, what are you doing? Or, God, help! Sound familiar in so many ways and situations in which we find ourselves at times? So here we have Joseph, in disarray, trying to decide what's best. A quiet separation, maybe Mary moving somewhere else where no one would know her to avoid scandal even inventing some kind of story that she'd been widowed or similar to explain being an unmarried mother. Quite what on earth is going on? What is God up to? Or even, where is God in this seeming disaster? And sadly, when contemplating how Joseph must be feeling in this situation, my mind moves to things like the maudlin laundries abuse in Ireland, or even the 
residential schools abuse in Canada come to that? Hiding people away. Deciding people are disgraced, therefore just remove them from everything and must lock them up. Inhumane. And then at this low point, where all seemed lost and pointless, hopeless even, God intervened again. In a dream, an angel, God's messenger, spoke God's message to Joseph and called Joseph to his own particular ministry. Another angelic visitation, another calling from God, another message from God. And in our first reading from the prophet Isaiah, we hear the message, just ask a sign from God. Ask God what he is up to. Of course, in this context, we know the answer, that the Messiah of God will come from David's line. The prophecy, the Messiah they'd all been waiting for for so long. And then if we had heard the first 17 verses of St. Matthew's Gospel, immediately before today's Gospel reading, we would have heard how Joseph was descended from King David. Through Joseph, Jesus was linked to David, of David's line. The long-awaited Messiah, promised by God. I, I suspect there are times that many of us question quite what God is doing, maybe even ask for a sign that God is active, that God has some kind of plan. Having prayed that, I wonder whether we then watch attentively for such a sign to appear. Or do we ask for a sign and pay no notice? We don't notice if God reaches out and speaks. Do we recognise if God then does give us a sign? Are we watching? Do we notice? On the other hand, do we read so much into everything and anything after that that we just assume that there are signs from God or words of prophecy in every situation? That discernment can be quite difficult, really, that balance between assuming that every single encounter we have with anyone is a message from God I'm not quite noticing when God comes and jumps out at us saying, Rah! And look, listen to me, I'm speaking to you, through another person. Are these seemingly random coincidences we sometimes come across? Just random coincidences? Or is God desperately trying to get us to take notice of something? It's difficult working out, is God speaking in a situation or not? On the other hand, for Joseph, that wasn't really an issue, was it? He was asleep, he was dreaming, and then suddenly an angel of the Lord appears to him in a dream. It couldn't be clearer. And if you recall, this happens a bit later too, telling him to take Jesus and Mary, the Holy Family, into exile to prevent the young Jesus being murdered. The angel appears, speaks, passes on God's message. A calling for Joseph, a calling he could never have imagined. 
are seemingly in some ways a lesser calling than Mary's. We don't hear much about Joseph in the Gospels. We don't know a lot about him. But his calling is a vital one. Bringing up, supporting, nurturing, teaching, protecting Jesus. God made man. God with us. Emmanuel. A carpenter about whom we know very little. But also someone charged with an incredible and vital calling, which would be lived, not in everyone's view, but behind the scenes, playing his part in salvation history, playing his part in our salvation, playing his part in the salvation of all of humanity, playing his part in destroying the powers of death and hell. All of this the angel was speaking of, passing on God's call in that Gospel reading. A calling to point right from the start, beyond himself, towards God. A calling to play his part in the redemption of humanity. We rightly remember Our Lady's fiat, her yes, to God's call on her own life, to give birth to God himself. But today, we are also reminded of Joseph's response to an equally important, although different, call. May we too discern and exercise our own particular callings from God, not for our own glory, but in obedience to his call as we too point others towards Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.